Recap, Recast, Recycle, podcast about franchises and how they get better and worse over time. Hello, and welcome to Recap, Recast, Recycle, a podcast about franchises such as, I don't know, Mission Impossible, you know, the one where Tom Cruise tries to kill himself. Um, this week, we're actually doing a Mission Impossible film, Mission Impossible 5, Rogue Nation. Benji. Ethan, where are you? The Syndicate is real. A rogue nation trained to do what we do. An anti-IMF. They're coming after us with everything they've got. You ready? This may very well be our last mission. Let's make it count. So what's the play? You want to bring down the syndicate? It's impossible. How do you know we can trust her? Desperate times. Desperate measures. Get your seatbelt on. You asking me that now? There's no five in the title. Not because we don't want to complicate things. We'll just add a subtitle. That's not confusing at all. It would have made um, maybe more wondering sense if they kept subtitles throughout the entire franchise, and not yeah. We're going to go up to three. Numbers. Yeah. Either one, or the other. either one or the other. Don't mix it up half, literally halfway, at least for now, until we get uh, seven. Um, you may be wondering where Colin is. Well, we're doing a podcast without him because we hate mm-hmm. his guns. Got so, rid of him. Um, yeah, we disavowed he, he just, him. <laughs> we disavowed him. And mm-hmm. do, do they die if they're disavowed? I think it's just they disavow and then it's expected that they die. Or if they die, okay. they're disavowed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, I just realized I haven't pulled up the uh, tagline or the synopsis. So I'm going to get uh-huh. to that real quick. Um, but first, first um, okay, yeah. You look up the tagline, I'll look up the synopsis. Synopsis. Run tomatoes. I'm going to take the one from Letterboxd. Okay, do that one. Okay, so the tagline for this movie, let's see. I wasn't here for the first one, so who knows? It was Expect it was, the Impossible. It was uh, Expect the Impossible. And then we had Expect the Impossible, <laughs> the impossible. again. Again. And we're, then we're doing it again. The third one, was wasn't it just the date? Yes, it was The Mission Begins, blank, blank, blank. blank. And then Brad Bird's was... Oh, hold on. Oh, never mind. Uh, Brad Bird's was... What was it? Uh, no plan, no backup, no choice. Uh, um, hold on. Someone is... He said what? Someone is in the chat. Colin Moore, never heard of this guy. Yeah, man, I totally blew those guys off. Oh, no, I accidentally texted in the wrong chat. How embarrassing. 
That is very embarrassing. Have you ever heard of this Colin Moore? No, maybe I don't think Moore's a last name. That's just, just, yeah, maybe the ghost finally, maybe the ghost finally got a body and is up to the, with the program. I guess I am a little bit of uh, unfriended. It's happening. Yeah. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. It's not loading on tomatoes. I don't know what's up. Well, I guess I'll give them both from Letterboxd. Okay, yeah, yeah, just do that. The tagline for Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation, the nation that has gone rogue. Oh, hold on, what What is this? What could this be? Oh, my word. Hi. Hi, The person we disavowed. I thought you were disavowed. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. You've got A-Team slash Mission Impossible. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. And what? But I. Other Liam people. Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson. I was trying to think of the. I was trying to think of how you even say his name, and I didn't want to attempt it. Yeah. Well, Colin, you got undisavowed just in time to say the synopsis. Yeah. And the tag. Because I couldn't load mission or uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I what thought you were gonna pick. I thought for your background, you were going to pick uh, him hanging off the plane or him leaning into the motorcycle. I thought about both of those, but I thought those mm-hmm. were too obvious. Yeah, I've seen the well, one you know leaning what? on the motorcycle like a thousand times. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, these movies are very iconic, or at least the first one was. I don't know how the rest of them are doing. I mean, but, they all uh, made money, so... Yeah. Desperate times. Desperate measures. Incredible. Was that it? Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the Oh man. I don't it? like that one that as much. What? Like it's clear, it's concise. I don't know I mean I think head. everything in this in these franchises is a desperate time. Like it's never yeah. not a desperate time. And it's always desperate. I can't hear you very well. Okay, hold on. What just happened? Also, one of the characters says that, I think, at, like, the very end of the movie, or, like, in the middle. Baldwin. Yeah. Baldwin? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, I guess, but also, like, we've got to make It's kind of weird to make the tagline of your movie a line that someone says, not at the very end, just in the end. In there. Yeah. There are some actually pretty good quotes from this movie. I'm not going to lie. I had a lot more than I thought I would, but, um... I have one very lengthy one. Okay. I don't think... None of mine are really that lengthy. A lot of one-liners. A lot of one-liners. Okay, Colin's got the blanket. He's got his headset so we can hear him clearly. It's cold. He's got Tom Cruise dying. Yeah. He does die, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 they have to, they have to resuscitate him. In this franchise, they've killed him. Defibrillator saved the day again. Okay. I'll get to that with defibrillator. Uh, okay, Colin. Hey, Colin, how about uh, the fact that they finally cured the uh, lock picking? They finally <laughs> did it. They just have a, a machine game. do it. It's a, that, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. How does a phone unlock know. a lock? No, he had the, the the machine. What do you mean the machine? It was his phone. He stuck his phone against the lock and it unlocked. 
Well, in the opening, no, Benji's I mean, just pressing buttons to mess with the plane. Apparently, hacking is just nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they had already hacked in, so he was basically just doing what you could do with a regular iPad. Well, I mean, he got locked out of everything. Uh... You're telling no, me that he I had the a little... plane using an iPad. And he a had the little iPad. machine that was, like, this big, and it just, like, switched all the locks really quickly and tried every combination. Do you not remember this at the opera? No. You don't? Okay. Well, just just know they did the machine that cured the problem that you've been having with this franchise. See, I think your machine is just a phone. <laughs> and it has it's a little graphic a of a lock unpi- uh, unlocking and then the door open. Okay. You know what? I'm editing this episode. I'm going to put up a picture right now. Um <laughs> And it's there. I promise you it's there because I paid attention to this movie. I've seen it four times in the past two years. I did not pay attention to this movie. (laughs) Why not? Because I had to make all these notes. I mean, so did I. But also, you pause the movie. You just pause the movie. I don't have time to pause the movie. I watched it this morning. Maybe plan ahead. (laughs) Plan these things like a week in advance. (laughs) And every time, I wait till the last possible minute. (laughs) Yeah, you're just like, mission accomplished, and you start the (laughs) Skype. Okay, let me talk about the synopsis. Yes. Uh, With the IMF now disbanded and Ethan Hunt, played by Tom Cruise, out in the cold, a new threat called the Syndicate soon emerges. The Syndicate is a network of highly skilled operatives who are dedicated to establishing a new world order via, via an escalating series of terrorist attacks. Faced with what may be the most impossible mission yet, I wouldn't say that. Uh, yeah. Ethan gathers I, I would. It's and tough. joins forces with Ilsa Faust, played by Rebecca Ferguson, a disavowed British agent who may or may not be a member of this deadly rogue nation. I they mean, got yeah. they got both titles and synopsis. They got I mean, mission. You... They got rogue nation. They got Tom Cruise. All that. What I mean, she is part like... of the syndicate. Like it wasn't. Up for debate. She was. She did join them. She was a member. Yeah, but she was also a member of. She was going undercover. Well, technically, she was disavowed though, so she wasn't. Cop was undercover as a drug dealer. You're not going to say that that cop is a drug dealer. Well, this is different. Well, she actually joined the organization. No, but she goes. She joins if the organization. If you joined a drug empire, you would be a drug dealer. Undercover. I. I never actually killed any. Well, not that we see. Yeah, that's true. Not that yeah. we see. Um, isn't it weird how many like allegiances Thank you for eating the burger on screen. Colin, do you not have time for anything? I know this is around lunch, but also like, I haven't eaten either. I'm going. I'm doing an empty stomach podcast. I'm not. <laughs> isn't it weird how many allegiances are being switched and there's n- like zero masks in this entire movie? Well, like, there is one like hypothetical there's, there's mask. An ima- yeah, there's an imaginary mask. Yeah. Oh, that that is very funny. That sequence is really good. Um, Colin, how about you uh, read the main characters? Sonic gave oh, me you- one napkin. Well, a single napkin. Well, okay. look. <laughs> Don't make a mess. Well, if you use it creatively, you won't have any problems. Tom Cruise yeah. is Ethan Hunt. There he is, the big boy. How how's his hair in this movie? 
I gotta uh, say, I like the long hair more. Long hair is better for me. Yeah. I think this is good, but I think it looks a little um, too Hollywood. You know, it's well, always like perfect. Besides, whenever he's getting interrogated, in which it just all comes down. Well, it's just Jack Reacher again in this era. It's pretty much just Jack True. Reacher. Jack Reacher, Shadow Recruit. Oh yeah, I got. I want to make a clarification from last podcast. Uh huh. Okay. For some reason. There are only two Jack Reacher movies. There's Jack yeah. Reacher, Jack Reacher Never Go Back. Never Go Back. Don't ever go back again. The movie I was thinking of was Jack Ryan, Shadow, Shadow Recruit. Shadow Recruit. Part of the famous Tom Clancy Jack Ryan series, which there Even are though, five. Yeah. Red October, Patriot Games, uh, Clear and Present Danger, Some of All Fears, and then Shadow Recruit. Why which do I know this? I don't know. Directed by do. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, of Hamlet fame. <laughs> nice. And Artemis Fowl. But, um, I just wanted to make Hamlet. a correction that Again. somehow there aren't three Jack Reacher movies, even like though it we, feels like there is. I feel like we definitely clarified that in the podcast episode, but I can't remember because at that time, again, Colin had broke my brain by saying Jack Ryan never go back. Um... I wasn't sure. I had to look it up. I was like, how many Jack Reacher movies are there? And it's like, yeah. just, their names are Jack. I know. Yeah. I mean, and there's like the a TV lot of series name. with John Krasinski, the Jack Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, every Keanu character is named John, so maybe we can, like, take it off. Um, I just believe you can't have two movies and then have Never Go Back. Like, that's I a mean, third movie. But, I mean, they never did go back, so. Yeah. Joe, well, you're I mean, forgetting about Keanu Reeves' most famous character, John Constantine. Yeah. His name is Constantine. I'd say John Wick is now his most famous. No, I'm saying you said all his characters are named John. One of them is called Constantine. Yeah. Didn't you say John Constantine? His Constantine? name, it, why would they call it Constantine if his name isn't Constantine? What what are we doing here? <laughs> Jeffrey Renner as William Brandt. Um, he did He's it. Good. He he was in it. You know how there I said it, that he wasn't bad in the last movie? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh no. He is in this one. Oh man. Whatever really? he had going for him in the first one is just gone for me in this one. Okay. That, yeah, Jeremy it's Renner. fine. I think I think that was a sad moment for him. It probably sucked. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, let's mock that's, it. That's well, why think... he started a music career, so he could start screaming about heaven. And Arctic Dogs. And Arctic uh, heaven, heaven don't have a name, Colin. But he says heaven. Like, he says the name of heaven in the... in the As he says that, it doesn't that's have a name. That's just the, the, the... Okay, whatever. And his music um, career and of why he wasn't in the fine. next one. He is the most fine you could be. Except I do have some notes on him later. You're right, Joe. Jeremy Renner is fine, if you know what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. He's, he's fine. Pointing. He's a good-looking nah. man, is what I'm saying. Nah. Simon Pegg is Benji Dunn. Great. I love him. Yeah. I love this. This guy's... Whew, just all cylinders are being fired here. Yeah. He's a gamer. Yes, he is. He, Halo 5. Shout out Halo 5. Shout Halo's it out. favorite Halo. Someone's got to pay for Tom Cruise to try and kill himself, and that is Master Chief. Master Chief <laughs> is paying his salary. 
Ow. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson is yeah. Ilsa Faust. Great addition. Wow. On fire here. Yeah, she's pretty good. I'm glad she she's was the, in next movie. She's the first female character in this franchise to get something more done with her besides a one and done. She's here, she's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one movie, you're saying? Yeah. I mean, she doesn't get much like character development, but in terms of action mm-hmm. scenes and actual, like, she's in it more. At least she, she has more character. to do. Yeah. She's Rather a character. An you can under- she's I about mean, as much of a character as Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Uh, the, the person who may or may not have parents. We don't know what he does besides try and kill himself. He did. Well, he day. had parents. Yeah. He saw his mom in the first movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're either dead or in witness protection. Oh, they're dead now. Yeah. I think in the second oh, one probably. they say that she's dead. Or his parents are I dead. I thought that was the well, third. That, that might have been or a cover third, story. Maybe. Maybe we'll find Anybody out in else seven and eight. Yeah, there's Bing Rames is Luther Stickle. Once He's again, uh, rules and is amazing. He's yes. got the fedora, the little mustache. Oh, always the not on straight, just a yeah, little just, bit. Just just a little off. I think and they you continue can... that in the next movie. When they're driving just, on that boat. Just... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just got a little, just a little, little. Mission Impossible boat driving. Yep. Uh, Alec Baldwin as Alan Hunley. Um, how do you guys feel about him? It's fine. I mean, like, it's not Kale? like I and I hate his performance or anything. Do you well, hate him? Well, you Kale, know, you usually I don't like Alec Baldwin. I don't know why. I've never That's learned. It. I wasn't going to continue after that. Oh. <laughs> That's no, it? He, he's okay. No further questions, Your Honor. No, but, like, why do you hate him? Okay, or at so... Least and like watching more of his movies, I, mm-hmm. I figured that I like young Alec Baldwin more. One because he looks better, yes. and one because he actually seems like he cares about what he's doing. And he's got a uh, bubble. Yeah, butt. yeah. I think what? as soon as he you got want, go watch Beetlejuice and look at Alec Baldwin's bubble butt. Yeah, I think the moment his hair turned gray, he just gave up on everything. See, I don't think so because he's think incredible in um, Thirty Rock. Okay, besides Thirty Rock. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a besides whole that show that went show. on for multiple years and just, was consistently good. I just don't care for him. Okay, I think he's good, Mo- like in general. But I think he's good in this franchise. These these yeah. movies needed somebody who was like, hey, maybe well, the, the IMF isn't a good did. idea. Hmm. What? I mean, the two movies he gets to be in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like that—that's a lot for the Mission Impossible franchise to be in two movies. That's, that's like you're a, you're a current you're a, a consistent member. These movies needed somebody who was like IMF bad. Ethan Hunt seems to go rogue way too much. We need to get them. Stop doing this. They're gonna blow up the world. Yeah, but then Ethan Hunt is the best dude in the world, and he convinces yeah. Uh, yeah. Hunley that it's a good IMF and gets yeah. him a promotion. And then, and then the boss baby joins the IMF. Yes. Um, okay, Sean Harris as Solomon Lane, the villain. What a voice. Um, <clears throat> I really like his performance. Yeah, it's his pretty voice is very annoying to me. Really? <laughs> yeah. I can I can get that, but it's so unique. I was like, wow. Also, I can't like how stop he listening. goes from like a evil Steve Jobs looking guy. Yeah. To like a a homeless man in the next movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like he has never showered, and the eight years that it's taken for them to make the movie. 
I think he looks more menacing in the next movie, though. Oh, for sure. The beard oh, yeah. and the yeah. crazy hair. Just I almost didn't alive. know it was the same guy. I was like, they're both Sean yeah. Harris. Yeah. Um, and then we got, finally, Jans Holton as Yannick Vinter, a.k.a. the Bone Doctor. The Bone Doctor. <laughs> they never explained why he was called that. Because he performs on bones, obviously. He said that... Cruz says that as he pulls out every knife in existence in this little briefcase. He's the bone doctor because he kills people so harshly. What if he opened the briefcase? Sounds like a WWE name. What if he opened the briefcase and it was just full of loose bones? That would be something. That'd be freaky. (laughs) And then he's like, crap, wrong briefcase. (laughs) He's like, these are my old ones. I need to go get my hammer. Uh, That's it. So, Joe. Joseph. Yes. Joseph Farrell. Here I am. <laughs> Will Joseph Farrell. I think I can hear myself in the echo. I can't. Sweet. Keep going. I'm glad you figured that out because I was wondering if you could hear yourself echo. Uh, what do you think the budget of this movie was? Uh, higher than 100 million? Yes. 200? Nope. 150. Okay. There we go. It's a pretty good that budget. Kill. What do you think that this grossed? Hmm. Okay, so I think last time, I guessed like 600 and like 80 or 90 million. And it was like 10 less than that. I think it was 680. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to round up and say like 700 million. Should have stuck with 680 because it's 682.7 million. That's good. That's a good amount. It's basically the same amount as last time. Well, I mean, like, that's better than not being able to make your right. budget back. So It's better than I nothing. Just need a, I just yeah. need a consistent uh, budget and gross so I can keep watching the same movie over and over again. Yeah. Now, the writer and director of this movie is Christopher McQuarrie. Great uh, writer and director. He sticks he around. He's like... basically the Mission Impossible director now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it, he's kind one... of... He's kind of been Cruz's director for a while. Yeah. He did. And writer. Did he did he Reacher. Did Jack I think Reacher did... there and back again? No. He's just Valkyrie, did the, the movie one. where he Tom got out. As a fake oh, book. okay. Valkyrie, yeah, yeah. He has an eye patch in that one. Really good. Uh, he wrote oh, The Mummy. Cool. He wrote The Mummy? Whoa. Okay. Well, Wait, the Tom Cruise The Mummy? The Tom Cruise The Mummy? Oh. Well, I mean, they, they're like the duo now. Cruise yeah. really likes this guy. I don't know. He why. also did uh, The Edge of Tomorrow. He did? He okay, that. I didn't want to say that. He wrote it? Yeah, he wrote it. Who directed that one? It's a pretty good movie. Uh, Doug Lindman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Doug he's Lyman. made movies for Cruise, too. I think he's doing Top Gun. No, wait, wait. Doug Lindman did Born Identity. Is that uh, the first one? I don't know. <laughs> I think it is the first yeah, one. That's it's the first one. It's from 2002, so I'm going to say the first one. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of Jason Bourne, let's move into general notes, because I got to say, Ilsa Faust has Jason Bourne's superpowers. <laughs> you know how he'll be standing in a street, and then like a car will pass, and he'll just disappear? Yeah. She did that in the mall when uh, Luther was trying to get to her. All these people well, are look, passing, Colin. and then she just disappears. To be fair, I think it's a lot easier with a lot of people than it is with one car. I don't get the one car thing. I don't know where you go, but I get it There's, with a bunch of people. There is an incredible video by Michael Shanks uh, parodying the – the. it's called The Born Wipe. 
Okay. Joe, I want you yes. to put a clip Send of it. To it me. In, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll totally put it in. Uh, this episode. Yes. I've never seen a Bourne movie, but I assume that's an ongoing thing with them. Add it to the list. Add to, we're going to watch all the Bourne movies. I'm not watching every single Bourne Jesus movie. Jesus Christ, done. it's Jason Bourne. The three oh, with uh, Matt Damon, and then the one with the Jeremy Renner, and then the one again four, with Matt Damon. Yeah, four Matt Damon ones, and one with Renner. Renner actually never got, uh, go back to the uh, Bourne movies, is what happened. Jason Bourne never go back. Yeah. Hey! It's all connected. <clears throat> Well, um, the same movie, probably. You know, at the beginning, when um, they're being deposed, Jeremy Renner and Alec Baldwin yes. with their character names, and yeah. then um, he's like, and then they threw a, a missile into a building, and yes. uh, Jeremy Renner is like, but it was um, actually, you'll, I think you'll find that it was not gonna explode, and then yeah, uh, did it. A whole bunch of people, and then right after that, he's like. I can't say anything without the approval of, of my secretary. Why did he say yeah. those other things then? Because yeah. <laughs> he still was like pointing out. That's like a fact that everybody can find out. Obviously, I, if it hadn't been how would stopped, I find that everything out? would be dead. Like, everything would be gone. First of all, wouldn't I wouldn't hear about it. I wouldn't hear about a missile hitting a building in a different country because the government would lock that down. Yeah. We wouldn't um, hear anything about that. And second of all, how, how would I know that it had been um, diffused? Well, I mean, it didn't blow up. You're not the I CIA mean, director. You don't get that stuff. Mr. Uh, Alec Baldwin, the boss baby of the CIA, <laughs> gets that information. You know, I disagree with the government in this, as I always do in everything, but <laughs> they do have a point slightly that they do get by just by luck. They do. Because that's they exactly do. what happens later in this movie. But at the same that's time, the, one... this is, the IMF is literally the only group that can handle any of this, as that's shown definitely in every single agree. previous movie. Because their missions are so impossible all the time. Yeah, I don't the think... The CIA Alec can't handle impossible missions. missions. They can only like handle central true. intelligence missions. Go back to and see Alec Baldwin else. try to trap a grown man in a glass box. Yeah. Somebody else say okay. general notes. Um, I've already done mine. I only had three. Oh. Quick question. It. How many yeah, ugly does everyone have? I have, a, I have like, more than uh, you both, probably. Okay. I have How many one. do we have? I actually have zero. I don't know why I said that. Oh, okay. Kale, just say yours, and then I'll finish okay. up with mine. Uh, using the your mission, should you choose to accept it, to kill Ethan Hunt is a really good idea, because it almost gets yeah. them. Uh-huh. They, they probably should have done that to all their agents, unless... Ethan Hunt's the only one that gets this message, and he's just expected to tell everyone else. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Uh, Benji is a gamer, of course. He's a gamer. <laughs> he's a gamer. Is he yeah. good? I don't remember. We didn't see enough to yeah. tell. We didn't see enough. But he Could does he have, have a pro? setup. Maybe. Yeah. He does. He's got, like, three monitors, the mirror, and then he's got the copy just so he can shove it right between the camera. Uh, my next one is just instrument gun, because I couldn't yes. tell what kind of instrument awesome. it was. Flute, I believe. Flute. I don't know why yes. I know that, but I saw that somewhere. I believe it's a flute. It looked like it looks like a flute. Uh, a flute gun. My next note is I didn't know Casablanca was actually a real place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, hey, like the movie. <laughs> like the movie. <laughs> 
Colin shout out the movie. The movie! <laughs> uh, this one is mainly with the villain and uh, Alec Baldwin. I hate yes. that both their voices are just deep and gravelly. It seems like every scene, Alec Baldwin gets deeper and gravelly. Or well, same goes with the villain. Uh, no, that's just how Alec Sean Baldwin Harris. speaks. But Sean Harris has a weird, like, it sounds like he's scraping his nails on a chalkboard. He sounds Sometimes. and looks like if a weasel was turned into a person. <laughs> wow. Oh. Hot take. Kind of true. Except whenever he gets the beard. Then he looks... Yeah, in the I next movie, he looks like Still a weasley. homeless person. A homeless weasel. Yes. Uh, Jeremy Renner and Bing Rames are great together. I like it when they're in the car. And he's like, they're you just had best. to get the four by four. <laughs> I like... Whenever Cruz drives off and they both hop up at the same time, it is so funny. They play so well off of each other. I don't know how. Like, I, I, there, there was no precedent for this happening. And that actually leads to my next note, which is, and I don't mean this to be offensive, Ethan Hunt has brain damage. After, oh, that, yes. after he got trapped in the water vortex, he definitely got brain damage. Cause, yeah. Like the scene where he's in the car with Benji, and Benji's like, you just died. And then he's just like, what? And then he starts the car chase. It's just he whipping. still has that bomb in his brain, too. Yeah. From the third movie. Yeah. I think that this and the bomb just, like, colored all his decisions from then on. That would have been hilarious if the defibrillator turned it back on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Net Thug dresses up at the opera as a cop. He looks like the T-1000. Yeah, he looks, like, way too symmetrical to be a cop. Or person, actually. He looks like, uh... Do you know Ivan Drago? Not personally. The villain of Creed 2? The, the villain, villain of Creed 2? Rocky 4 and Creed 2, yes. Okay, that's all my journal notes. Okay. Colin, how many, how, how many do you have? What are you clapping for? Um, so I thought I had more. But then I realized okay. I just kind of sprinkled them in throughout the rest of what we've been talking about. Looks Same with like... Me. We're on to the good, the bad, yes. and the ugly. Yes. 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 What? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, <laughs> twenty, twenty notes. Yes. I'm just kidding. I only have eight. Oh. Yes. Yeah, we, I'm not gonna be here for three hours talking about this movie. Yes. Are you what? What's happening? Yes. Okay. Um, my first note. What an opening. Yeah. Just, just a smash. Just yeah. I thought about putting that on my list, but I knew you were gonna talk about it. I know. I love it so much. I know that on Letterboxd, you've reviewed this like four times now, and (laughs) I think every single one mentions the opening. Every single time. I'm like, what an opening. I mean, it's a great opening. I mean, I actually think that's the one common, like, theme throughout every Mission Impossible movie, is that the opening is great. Even 2 had a good opening. Yeah, it had him climbing, right? Well, it's uh, the the plane scene. It's the plane leading to the... It, like, flashes into the... And the bad mask CGI. With the silent neck snap. Yeah. And then no, he jumps not. and then like zooms into Cruz holding onto the uh, mountain. Climbing Mission Impossible 1 has a good opening too when it's everybody dying. Yeah. 
Yeah. And no, four it's, hats. The, it's the mat. It's the fake room with masks. It's like uh, get, get, they're interrogating that guy, and Tom Cruise slaps him a bunch. And then he knocks him out, and the walls open up, and it's all like a stage. Yeah. Oh, Did we get thing. it? We got it. Boom, boom. And then what's four? The prison break. Prison break, yeah. Is it? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because it's like, hey, look, Benji's here now. He's remember yeah. him from the last one. No. And then what was number three? He can't talk. He just doesn't. They bunch were of uh, rescuing her from. Uh, or no, it was the it was the opening that leads later into the movie where he's like Philip Seymour Hoffman's like, give me the information. Oh uh, yeah, I think that one might. He's well, like, I'm gonna kill her. But you you know actually what was the opening for four was um Sawyer from Lost dying. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Rip Sawyer. The thing I'm glad that, that we, we are doing a a podcast. Like multiple episodes on this franchise, and we can't remember it. <laughs> well, you know, not, I, I not in a bad it, way, but Sawyer they kind of all blend together. It. Yeah, just wait yeah, till we get that's, to Jason Bourne. That's kind of why I like this franchise, is because I just I'm, I'm able to just watch the same thing six different times and sure. get what I want with improvement each time. Though I would say. Oh yes, they definitely do improve. Though I've seen five the most. Might be an and unpopular opinion. I would rank this one lower than Ghost Protocol. I get that. This That's one is fair. a little more. It didn't come together as well for me as Ghost Protocol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Protocol is slick. This so one slick. I do like more than like. Ghost Protocol. I also actually like one more than Ghost Protocol. Oh, yeah. I, well, I think one so. is Maybe very genius. I don't think it's the best one. Oh, I think that, I think Fallout. Yeah, look, Fallout has to be. Fallout the is gonna be the pod. I love Fallout almost more than any other movie ever. I don't know why, but I do. Wait it, for our five-hour Mission Impossible Fallout podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's just me on it a It matches up with the length band. of the movie. But roast it. Um, we, we can all okay. agree that two is the worst one, though, right? Oh yeah, there's oh, no absolutely garbage. <laughs> I don't ever make me watch that again. What if they go back to the roots for seven and eight by just making it worse than two? The roots of the band can't. Yes. They can't send me on my way. Bad. If that's one of their songs, probably. Um, I like the record shop scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like an old kind of spy movie, like Hitchcock thing, rather than a new 2015 blockbuster starring uh-huh. Tom Cruise. Which he tries I to have. Uh, I have a uh, a fun fact about that, which I will say later about in our what? segment. About what? About that. That scene. So, okay. I think, I think that's worse than the insurance thing. Because at least someone can call and ask about insurance and just get insurance. With this, anyone could walk in and ask for the same thing. And well, no, same it's a long drawn. It was that long drawn it's, out like sequence. Yeah, it's of like codes. five different codes that you have to know the exact. Well, you could have one person who just wants this one specific record, and then boom! All of a sudden, they're an agent now, or they get killed. <laughs> no, but then the DNA thing scans it too. So yeah, just yeah, in case they mess up out there, they're not getting the codes and stuff. Just in case that blonde who gets shot yeah. messes up. Yeah, rip her. R.I.P. her. I mean, she has the cushiest, <sighs> or she had the cushiest job. I mean, she got to do a record store and not just boring insurance all day. Yeah, just just selling records. I actually do want to work music. at a record store. That'd be fun. Um, I like the scene which Cruz meets Ilsa and he vaults over the pole. It's so weird how he just like shoots upwards and then falls onto a guy, but I like it a lot. 
I don't know if he could actually do that in real life, but it looks great. Nobody could, uh, can do any of this in real life. I mean, you can hang on to a plane. No, not without harnesses. I mean, he had a harness on. I know, but the, the okay, character you could didn't. fly a plane. You can you can hold your breath for our, uh, however many minutes he did. I he did it like four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. He actually in real life he like trained trained for ten or something. I don't know what. Kate Winslet today broke that record on hey, Avatar Two. She held it for our, long. Our podcast is haunted. We have a ghost. Oh, right. Shoot, mm. I forgot about that. That good bit. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's the best bit. Yeah. yeah, there's no better bit. Um, I like when Baldwin says, "Hunt's living his last uh, day as a free man," and then it hard cuts, and it's like six, six months, months later. later. <laughs> How do we feel about Cruz's beard, by the way? It looked like he got beard from a barber or hair from a barber shop and glued it to his face, like from yeah. a barber shop floor. Yeah, he just scrounged around and got it from a barber shop, oh. and uh, he was in Paris. But I forgot about that. I just I just died laughing whenever he appears on screen doing push-ups with the beard on. Uh, with the Solomon Lane from the next movie kind of beard. Yes. They just passed that beard on. Um, Benji. He's so happy when he gets to the opera. He's just wearing his tux. Oh, he's yeah. like, I'm going to the opera. I'm going there. And then he's like, scratch that. You're actually going to get shot at by terrorists and the, the syndicate. The whole action scene's really good. Yeah. Like, he turns on the stage lights to blind her while he gets away. The opera is one of the best set pieces in this entire franchise. Just note for note. I'd agree with that. Beat for beat. I like the car uh, uh, elevator hotel thing, whatever, in the last one. That one was also good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one's good. That one's very good. I do like that it's all silent in the opera scene, except for the singing. Like they can't make any noise. They can't just yell out, "There's a guy over here." And the then gun. there's there's like no music in the car chase. Mm-hmm. It's for realism, except for that really bad CGI car flipping. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to it. Also, have another similar thing like that. Um. And, yeah. I really like. So you, we all know that like. At least once a movie in the in this franchise, Hunt calls uh, the the head of whatever, and then he's like, "Help! Everybody's yes. dead. Everything is bad. Mm-hmm. Everyone, just send me back up." I really like that. Does he do stuff. that? I think he yeah. only did that in the first one. No, he, he does it other times. Because the mission always he goes did. bad. Oh, he's like send help. He calls Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I thought you. He doesn't go like full on. Everyone's dead. No, just, I don't think everyone's ever died. Yeah. And, any of these the mission movies. always yeah, goes yeah. wrong he's some way. Like, he always calls uh, for bad. He's always like, but definitely everybody's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, but like, besides that, it's never gotten that dramatic. They're not going to kill Simon Pegg. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to be like, Luther's got a bullet in his head. Send help. <laughs> Luther also got a bomb in his head just for laughs. We were drunk. I'm so sorry. Um, But I really like seeing the opposite side of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you see him being dispatched through to Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. He like really subtly swipes his his phone and it makes it um secure. Yeah, how about how about that? They went sec- they go secure again. The the running theme through this movie it, these movies are the secure phones. See this one, it's okay that he didn't immediately um <clears throat> secure his phone because it's his personal phone. Yeah. Yeah. 
but in the first one, nobody had personal phones. So he was just calling the IMF leader at his office. They had flip phones. I don't think so. I think not flip phones. They had phones. They had the giant block. The, with all the, brick, the phones you could the build brick. a house out of. They had rotary phones. <laughs> the phones you could build a house out of. <laughs> I want to go to a house that's made entirely of 90s brick phones. Yeah. Nokia's. I don't even know what they look like because of the movie Hook. Because there's a scene in it where Robin Williams and like some other guy at his work, they have a race to see how fast they can mm. pull their phone out mm-hmm. and like pull the mm-hmm. antenna up. And dial it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one I haven't seen Hook, but I'm pretty sure it was in Hook. Hook is good. Yeah, you, you should watch it. Yeah. Well, I want to, but it's Hook. two hours, and so far Mission Impossible is the only one of the few movies I can make two hours for. Time. I That's get fair. that. I don't like watching long movies either. But get ready. I mean, I know Hook fills that time. Fall out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's only two hours and like thirty minutes. It feels three hours though. It's exhausting. In a good but way. I love though. every minute of it. Um, I'm out of good notes. Kale, how many you got? Uh, just one. It's just general. Uh, this one had really good chase scenes. Like, the others mm-hmm. had some, but that one with the motorcycle in particular was really good. Yeah. Yes. Which they also Love follow that. up in Fallout. It's not, mm-hmm. like, the same, but there is another one. Yeah. And then uh, mm-hmm. the one where Ethan Hunt, after he gets brain damage, is just flipping, <laughs> crashing that car from side to side. Yeah. And then he gets like a really bad to... CGI flip. And then he yeah. knocks Benji out. Yeah, and then Benji wakes up. He's like, ah! <laughs> Look out. And then he I gets like out when, of the uh, car and does the motorcycle chase. Just yeah, he, it just oh, keeps yeah. going. It's nonstop. I like when he tries to, at first, whenever he's just woken up, he tries to vault over the car and like just crashes <laughs> just into it. Oh. Uh, and uh, like action scenes like uh, the one where they're going through the misty alleyways. Yes. With uh, so, Ilsa, and he crashes through the window to tackle that guy, and then he yeah. crashes out the other window. And then that really good knife fight with the bone collector. Mm-hmm. The bone, bone doctor. doctor. He's a doctor. <laughs> bone doctor, bones. I don't know. I didn't see any bones. He could have had like a bone tattoo or something. Maybe. Okay. Maybe That's my good note. Bad notes. Bad note time. I got time one. I have three. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, well, I already mentioned one. It's that phone that unlocks doors for no reason. It's a phone, Joe. It's just his phone. No, there's a machine. There's a ma- again. I'm showing this it machine. It doesn't make again. any sense, though, Joe. You can't just have a phone, put it up to a lock, and then just. It just unlocks. <laughs> if it's a digital lock, you can. We it wasn't a digital now. lock. I looked. I want it was a just paint. a door. I want a painstaking in real time scene of Tom Cruise getting a hairpin, a bobby pin, and unlocking the door. Yeah. Every or better door. yet, just the whole ten minutes that it door. actually takes in real life. I want him to go to school for like five years to learn master lock picking. Um and then Dude, that car flip that car flip after Tom Cruise is like, Did you buckle your seatbelts? And Veggie's like, What? <laughs> Why are you telling me this now? You're gonna kill us all and then it flips around a whole bunch yeah, that didn't yeah. look good nope. and then also th- this week in mission impossible doesn't know how things work the defibrillator <laughs> when she knocks benji out with a defibrillator mm-hmm. it doesn't turn on unless it can detect that your heart's not doing what it's supposed to 
again, this is a movie. It's yeah, but uh, you know how things work. A Mission Impossible follows logic only when it wants to, and any other time it's like, no, that's not, I don't care, we're going to use it as a weapon now. When you have gadgets that can't feasibly exist in real life, you have to make sure the actual gadgets that do work in real life work realistically. <laughs> no. The fibrillators don't have a medium setting that just knocks people out. It's like zero yeah. to power. To we are restarting your heart. Yeah, you can't just do and on the back too, which just leave him with like yeah, electrical. Yeah, on his back. <laughs> he just be, she would just put it up against his back, and then nothing would happen. I would even uh, accept her just hitting him over the head with one of the handles. Yeah. Or pushing him really hard, falling into the water or something. <laughs> and he's like, I can't swim. <laughs> and Benji drowns, and then they have to do the whole thing again. <laughs> It was just one fake, big fake out, like when they did the mask thing, but it was a longer one. No, he actually drowns, and then Tom Cruise has to bring him out of the water, and then do oh. the whole. And then do the oh, yeah. do that yeah. that mini. Do thing the whole again. thing okay. again. And then this movie is now three hours and thirty minutes long. Yeah. For that added because sequence. They keep falling into the water and drowning. <laughs> um, That's Kale, all. My what, what what's your bad note? Uh, my one bad note is a few too many uh, plot conveniences. That's fair. Okay, the first go. one being when he's in the tunnel and he loses the cards but then gets them again. What do you know? The one he put in there is the right one. Um, there was a 50-50 chance. I can take that. I mean, it, that's not too bad. But And then it's the really everything else in the movie with the villain's plan. Like, everything goes exactly according to plan, even though oh, yeah. there should be an easy way to get out of any of that. Mm-hmm. The water thing is the really one I, is not the only one I have a big problem with. I can't think yeah. of any other right now, but just felt like it few too many. Yeah, that, that is fair. These movies do rely on uh, luck, as Agent, or Alec Baldwin said. Um, I mean, that scene was I, the prime example of it. Yeah, like, yeah. He just got lucky that that was the right card. Yeah. I don't think there were any markings on it. I was looking out for that because I remembered he loses them. Do we think that Cruz could push the giant glass box? No. He just goes, whoop, and then it falls. I assume they had already set it up to be pushed onto that trailer. No, they had set it up, but, like, he just gives it a push. It's not even that much. Like, even the the mass plus the size, it's... It's like 50-50 that he's going to be able to push that thing. Yeah, but Ethan Hunt can just do anything. That, that that's is the coolest way that they've ever taken out a villain, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was it the equivalent amazing. of, like, putting a glass cup over a spider. Yeah, but with a man. <laughs> yeah. But he had a... And then he starts shooting everybody, and he's like, oh, yeah. it doesn't work. I don't know why you keep <laughs> doing this. You know, and, you know, for the, bad. like, super big villain of the Syndicate who's carrying over into the next movie... Yes. He got got really easily. They just yeah. let him back to where they started Hell from and yeah. put him in a box. He's a thinker. He's not a fighter. He's not very he good shot, at fighting. Like, he shut all the ammo in his gun because he thought he was going to do something, even though <laughs> it's obviously bulletproof. I mean, if you have the chance to unload your clip into some glass that can't break, yeah. why wouldn't you? It, as <laughs> the, genius, it's the fun. genius villain in Mission Impossible 2 said, uh, it's getting your gun off. <laughs> He got his gun off all over in that glass case.
Heck Do you yeah. remember at point? This is the scene I remember way too well on Point Break. Is whenever Keanu Reeves stares up in the sky and just starts shooting and yelling. Is Isn't is it, is great? the reason you remember that scene so well is because it's the most iconic scene from the movie? <laughs> is it the most? I thought it was the skydiving scene. No, it's the scene where he kicks the dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> or throws it. <laughs> where he <laughs> catches a dog it. and then just punches, punches it. it. <clears throat> Yeet. You're right. I forgot about um, this scene. Okay, we're on the ugly. Why did Lane? Why did Solomon Lane kill that guy? Because Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson is like, if you want to kill me, just kill me. And then he just shoots the guy behind her, who did nothing. Sucks, Colin. Do you understand that? And he just stands up, and nobody's like, "Oh my god." He just killed that guy for no reason. You're working with the bone doctor. Anything (laughs) is acceptable. (laughs) The box. Okay, Colin, uh, I don't have any, so... That was my one ugly note. That was your only one? Okay. Yeah. Kale, any Um, ugly notes? Mine is, you know in the opening where he finally gets into the plane? It's that scene where he ragdolls, where he hits, hits, and then falls. (laughs) His body is just flopping all around. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. For such a, like, sequence where it's like, he did that, and then it just goes full-on CGI. That's like the car flip, but in human form. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot about it, that. It's a transformer. Um, this movie's not pretty ugly, actually. It looks beautiful. All yeah. the places they go, I'm like, that. please, let me go there. I mean, let me go to Just Costa the car Park. flip and uh, him ragdolling. Like, that's the only parts that yeah, stand yeah. out as ugly. There's and a couple, like, little... Like, when he's fighting uh, barefoot and shirtless... There's a couple like when he jumps up and drop kicks that guy that looked a little iffy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that was like just editing or how they filmed there or whatever, but I was mm-hmm. like, Ugh. that man can, like no person can actually jump that way and defy the laws of physics. Ethan Hunt can. Ethan Ethan Hunt can. You're right. Physics are nothing for this guy. Ethan Hunt can do okay. anything. Okay. Addition or subtraction? Addition, subtraction. What do we? I'd think? say this movie adds to the franchise. Because it kind of sets the tone for what the rest of the franchise is going to be. I yeah. think it's not a big addition, but it's just like, these movies are going to be this good. You're going to get this every time you come. There you go. Yeah. It's a nice because start. Because we have the same creative team now forever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good start of what to expect from uh, Christopher, is it McQuarrie? McQuarrie? Yeah. I say McQuarrie. McQuarrie? McQuarrie? Like, this sets the tone for the later films pretty well. Mm-hmm. Or the later film. We haven't got yeah, yeah. the other two yet. Unless he okay. just goes completely Honest. different for seven and eight. He brings <laughs> yeah. back John Woo. Yes! John. As a consulting director. Mm-hmm. And then we finally what get all the every stuff. Director, every director just works on one movie. That's what we get. We just get one movie that's four hours long, and each director just gets a little, yes. little bit. All right, okay, now well, it is time for my say, favorite segment. It's time for a trivia. Yes. So there it is. I know that in the past I have been giving Kale the good questions and you the the questions that don't make any sense. So yeah. I'll I'll ask you first this time. Are okay. you ready? You'll get an actual trivia question. Okay. Um, what is the entire bank routing number that Ethan gives to Solomon Lane? <laughs> 
Colin? <laughs> the entire number. Don't know. It wasn't even looking. There was only one thing that I saw that I was like, this could be it, and I paid attention. Um, I, don't have a, I don't have a clue. Is that your final answer? Yes, it's my final answer for the final banking number that he gives Solomon Lane in this quick sequence of events. It is 3005711106699. Nice, 69. Nice. I know, nice. It ends great. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, Kale, uh, you get the question, uh, the, the dumb question that makes no sense that mm. Joe would have gotten. What color dress did Ilsa wear at the opera? The color. Hmm. You better be so specific with this answer. I want to say it's like a navy blue, but at the same time, I think it was red. Yeah, red, maybe. Really? No, it was gold. Gold? I can't tell if you were joking just then. <laughs> I don't remember what color it dress was. Was that you know, a bit? I don't remember what... I it legitimately remembered it as red. I don't know. I also paid attention to one of the things, because I thought for sure Colin was going to ask, how much was how much was in the syndicate secret money deposit? Oh, how much was it? It was like $240 billion in pounds. Yeah, it was $2.4 billion. My, my thought was, what vault is it in the underwater thing? What number? And it was 108, and I was like, 108? That's three digits. <laughs> I can memorize that. But I was like, rounding number, who's going to ask that question? Who would be insane enough to ask what the routing number was? I was like Colin. that you both are thinking about it. <laughs> and like trying to figure out what question we're going to ask. <laughs> Why do you think I have to pay attention to these movies now? I have to and know I'm the one that numbers. doesn't even pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have no idea what the vault number was. Okay, on to quotes. I have one, quotes, two, quotes, three, quotes, four, quotes, five, six. Quotes, 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 okay. quotes, if you don't mind, can I do mine first since it's really long? Like yes. Okay. Is it the okay. entire script for a B movie? Yes. <laughs> cool. Hunt is uniquely trained and highly motivated, a specialist equal, immune to any countermeasures. There is no secret he cannot <laughs> extract, no security he cannot breach, no person he cannot become. He has most likely anticipated this very conversation and is waiting to strike in whatever direction we move. Sir, Hunt is the living manifestation of destiny. Yeah. And he has made you his mission. That as soon is. as that happened, I thought Alec Baldwin was going to take off a mask and it was going to be Ethan Hunt. <laughs> be himself? <laughs> he was like, like he was just talking himself up. His, so when they're in that room... Bench, he is hype man. What? Uh... So I know Joe and I have seen this movie before, but when they're in that room, Kale, what, uh, like, did you have a guess as to who was a mask, if any? Did you think anyone was in that was a mask, and if so, who did you think it was? Well, at first I thought it was Alec Baldwin, but then he didn't uh -huh. do it, so I was like, the British guy, the agent with the yeah. receding hair. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's him. But I was like, what if it was the Prime Minister? And I was like, what if it's Jeremy Renner? And yeah, I would have loved it if it yeah. was Jeremy Renner. And I was like, what if everyone's wearing a mask? What if it's all Tom okay. Cruise? But I figured, yeah, British guy. But I was really hoping it would be Alec Baldwin. I heard, mm -hmm. uh, so 
I, recently I listened to um, the Weekly Planets review of this movie, and Dang. Nick Mason on that show said that they should have done like what they did with Clue, where in different theaters they give different scenes, and in different theaters that. it's a different person in that room that yes. takes their mask off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have loved that. I think yeah. I got it when uh, he closes the door and he's like, no one else in this room. I was like, well, obviously someone in there is going to be wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turns into a little whodunit. Um, that's my favorite fact, like movie fact. I think Kale, you said yours was. Uh, you said it was Christian Bale uh, for his yes. role in American Psycho. American he based Psycho. it on the soul yeah. in Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise's eyes. My favorite, well, uh, my favorite little movie trivia is the different endings for Clue, which just seems like such a genius idea, and I can't believe they did it. The last ending. Um. Is- all right. I like um, when Benji says, I got two from Benji, uh, when he says, join the IMF, see the world through a monitor, which is really funny because he's a hacker. That's all he gets to do. Through a monitor in a closet. Yeah, you forgot in a closet. He says says, in a closet, too. Yeah. Um, And then Benji's like, she's like, Elsa is in the car this after they escape the opera. Benji says, she tried to shoot me, and then Hunt responds, that doesn't make her a bad person. <laughs> I think he wants Benji to die. Yeah, Benji. <laughs> He's like, suck it up, Benjamin. Uh, uh, whatever Cruz says, uh, he's on the earpiece, and Benji's walking up to the opera. He says, Benji, we're trying to keep a low profile, no masks. You want drama? Go to the opera. And then, like, there's a musical surge, and then you see the opera. It's amazing. I would have loved it if they put uh, the Mission Impossible theme, but, like, opera style. (laughs) (laughs) I think think they did, like, a Casablanca version of the thing. Like, they do the normal version, and then it surges to Casablanca, and they change the musical instruments. Just use the score from um, Casablanca. Yeah. Um. Whenever Renner asks if Luther can find the person based on the sketch of Ilsa, Luther replies, "For mere mortals, no. But for me, I could have done this at home." You stole that from my <laughs> list, Joe. Look, you Colin, stole that from I'm my list, thief. Joe. Come on, Joe. Okay. Well, Kale stole the living manifestation of destiny from mine. I only well, really have one quote that I don't remember. Well, there you I go. I wrote down half and of it. I was like, I'll remember this, and then I forgot. Wow. What's the beginning? Second half. <laughs> it's. I can tell you, it's impossible. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. That was it too. I, I didn't write it down because I was like, Kale's going to write this one down. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Actually, I didn't write that one down. Okay. I'm going to say my final quote. Colin, look it up on IMDb or something. That's a weird quote. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I am so funny. Joke. Bad joke. That was a bad joke. Zero <laughs> stars the bad for that one. Um, I, I only remember this one because 
Renner says it nonstop in that sequence, and he's like, I can neither confirm nor deny any details yeah. without the secretary's approval. And he just rattles it off every time, and I'm like, what is this? So I'll just say that in real life sometimes, and nobody knows what I'm talking about. But since I've seen this film five times, it's just burned into my brain now. Oh, that made me think of another thing. Part of why I didn't really like Jeremy Renner in this is he has a line delivery where he's like, we have to go tell the British. And like first he says the British like intelligence. But then he just says, yeah. we need to go tell the British. We need to go tell the British. Yeah. The Brits. I missed that too because it, it was a little it was a little weird. Colin, did you find the line? No. Okay, well, I'm, I'm looking. Why? I got what? One more. I, the... Have you okay. seen me do uh, anything? Okay. There this it is. is. When they trap them in a box. They're like, mm-hmm. gentlemen, this is Solomon Lane. Mr. Lane, meet the IMF. Meet the that was IMF. Good. Joe, I'm going to be honest um, with I got you. The... Hold on. I looked into your eyes as you told me to look it up on IMDb. But I I wasn't listening. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> oh, I knew it. Okay. Um. They're talking about the vault scene. This is the one that you had that you only had the end of it. Sure. Um. Ethan, they're talking about it, and Ethan says, "So the key to crushing Lane is sitting in a computer, just waiting for someone to take it." And Benji says, "So why hasn't Lane just sent someone to steal it?" Elsa says, "Oh, he has. He sent me, and I can tell you." It's impossible. Okay, it's time. Fun fact or heart attack? Woo! Yeah! It's my, it's my time, everybody. It'll be a jam, the Mission Impossible theme combined with the Space Jam theme. Um, who wants a fun fact? And who wants a heart attack? One of you has to choose. <laughs> you each get one. You get the heart attack. Who, I'll take me? the fun fact. Or yeah. Kale. I don't you... want a heart attack. I don't want it neither. <laughs> playing hot I'll take this it. Thing. I said oh, you Kale's both have the heart attack. Okay. No, I just I just hacked the matrix though. Because this episode has defibrillators. Oh yeah. I missed my chance last time, so I'll take the heart attack. People are so unprofessional, but they can't hear me because I got my mouth covered. I hate these people. professional. Whenever they talk over me, I I'm not a professional podcaster. I don't get paid for this. I don't. I'm not a professional. I don't get paid for this. You don't get paid. What you saying there, Joe? I'm not a professional. I don't get paid for this. What? Okay. Um, Tom Cruise was struck in the body by a small pebble while filming one of the takes hanging from the plane. Cruz claimed that the impact hurt so badly he was certain he had been badly injured and was afraid to look once the take was over. Unfortunately, the pebble... Oh, unfortunately, not unfortunately. Fortunately, the pebble merely embedded in his clothing and he was amazed by how small it was. Wow. He's like, ha ha ha, look how small this pebble is. This could have killed me. Whoa, it's so tiny. Somebody give me a magnifying glass. Uh, Kale. This, pe- this pebble's impossibly yeah. small. Would you like a heart fact or a fun attack? Fun attack. Ooh! Alright, I'll, I'll have to make some calls. <laughs> but in the meantime, <laughs> you get to hear this fun fact. Ethan, re- 
Oh, yeah. Ethan receives his new mission on a vinyl long-playing record. This was one of the first ways of receiving new missions from the Mission Impossible television show. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, because as last episode, the Syndicate was one of the main bad guys in the mm-hmm. later seasons of the original show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are those uh, all the fun facts? or hard? Oh, facts? I have one or more, Joe. Oh, There's all these more. Okay, that's what I thought. I was just checking. I'm so professional. I just checked. Just for that, you don't get to get asked the question. Kale, would you want to have a fact fun or an attack hard? Fact fun. Okay, cool. Uh, A brief scene in which Ilsa pauses in the middle of an action sequence to remove her high-heeled shoes was singled out in reviews for its realism, especially in the light of the just-realized Jurassic World, which Uh. was criticized as Bryce Dallas Howard. Spends much of her action movie yeah, literally yeah. running in heels from dinosaurs. There's the even the idea tracks, to highlight yes. the scene in promotional trailers and television spots, but Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie refused, saying that it wasn't about twisting the knife. <laughs> okay. Plus, also, like, you don't want to reveal that. It's a good joke. Save the good jokes for the movie. Put the bad jokes in the trailer. But that's what they don't do that. They put the good jokes in the trailer. So. Also, there's probably um, numerous other movies that have people running away from something in high heels that probably no one's picked on. Yeah, but this came yeah. out the year after, or the year of Jurassic World. I think it was the year of. Those <laughs> yeah. movies are probably better than Jurassic remember. World, so who cares? Uh, yeah. I feel like Jurassic Bonus World came out in May of 2015, and then this one came that's out in like August okay. or July, totally. something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I think you're dead on with that one. Um, bonus fun fact, this keeps happening, but, um, I don't, I don't, like, research for the podcast, I just know this stuff from various sources, and uh, it's weird, but, um... The world was June 12th, 2015. Okay. Um, research because he's lazy, he doesn't care about this podcast, but I do, I do all the research, and I love This isn't my segment. This isn't my segment. I'm um, trying to say that I'm a better podcaster July 31st, 2015. Oh. So like a few days after? Yeah. <laughs> or a month after you said you were on July. that. Um, <laughs> it was supposed the... to come out in December, but then Star Wars came out in December. So you're like, nope. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't mess with that. No. Um, As this one of like the fact... three good movies that came out in 2015. I don't know if I said this before, but I feel like 2015 is a very boring year for movies. Now I want to look at this. Okay. Neither of the Marvel movies are even that good. Like Age of Ultron and Ant-Man. Yeah. They're fine. I, I like Ant-Man. I think Ant-Man's pretty good, actually. And Joe, I know The Martian at came out in 2015, but I haven't seen it. I love The Martian so yeah. much. What are you talking about? This is a great year. You got Mad Max, Fury Road, Star oh, yeah, Wars, Inside year. Out, hate, the, Mar- uh, the Martian, Hateful Eight, Ant-Man, I haven't seen The, the Big Eight. Short, love The Big Short, Creed, Big Short. um... Man from this is the man from no. Uncle. The man from Uncle. Very good guy. I love the man from Uncle so much. I, I started no it. good this movies came out. Than I thought it um, but this fun fact from Joe is about the opening, specifically <laughs> the suit Ruth wears in the opening. It, Ooh, he's cool. wearing a light gray suit with a white undershirt. That is an homage to the crop duster scene in North by Northwest, the famous Alfred Hitchcock thriller. Nice! Which I watched with Colin, and Colin said it was kind of bad, which kind of hurt <laughs> my feelings, but you know, whatever. Well, it's not Alfred Hitchcock's best. Like, if you were going to show someone an Alfred Hitchcock movie, I wouldn't show them North by Northwest first. You'd show them well, the we birds. We were playing it at the huh. theater. Final thoughts. It's time for the outro. 
It's right? pretty good. I, don't, I didn't forget any. Oh, I mean, one th- last this movie. is a good idea to do final thoughts at the end <laughs> instead yeah. of just be like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> one last right I have. Yes. The syndicate's lame. Like, really lame. It's, like a, it's a handful of guys, and they're like, we got the best of the best, and we said they died, or we're missing, and we took them. And it was all because one guy in the British government didn't want to admit that he accidentally made a terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that, actually. What, He's just like, what oh. makes, like, Spectre better, the James Bond Eric version does of this? that every day. What makes Spectre, the James Bond version of the Syndicate, better is that they have, like, Jaws or whatever. Like, they have, like, cool characters. The Bone Doctor is not that cool. He's got a great name, but he's really boring. They need more, like, fantastical. I need this guy to see his actually PhD. has a robot arm. Hmm? I need to see his PhD. Yeah. Maybe he's just Mr. Bone. His, his doctorate, some oh. would say. I don't think anyone would give that guy. So. Bone Doctor M.D. Maybe he's it's a like dentist. house with the Bone Doctor. Do you think I could sell a show called The Bone Doctor since they got a show yes. up called The Good Doctor? Boner Doctor. Hey! That's the porn parody of this movie. Are you also going to direct That's your Twitter doctor. ad, Joe. That's your Twitter ad. <laughs> Boner Doctor. I'm not putting that on Twitter. <laughs> I think you should. They should have got that guy from 47 Ronin. Keanu Reeves? Yeah. No, oh, the guy on the poster, skeleton the pirate. kid. Yeah, skeleton him. Man, Joe. He's probably the like guy that was in kid. one scene? Yeah, and on the what? poster. He was on the poster and one scene. Let me tell you how mad that made me. I wanted more from that guy. Okay. Any any other thoughts? It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, pretty dark sometimes, yep. but I liked it. Yep. Can't wait to fall out. Alec Baldwin. Of a moving car. I can't wait to play Fallout on my PS4. That was Rogue Nation. Yeah, that wasn't even a Rogue Nation. Mission colon impossible hyphen Rogue Nation. The Syndicate was the Rogue Nation. No, there were a few people from... One nation went rogue. Yeah, no one went rogue. All of the nations. Australia went rogue. Oh, okay. (laughs) They can't do anything to us. Back in the day, they all went rogue. They sent all their criminals there, and they're like, we're going to get out of here. All right, later. Uh, Goodbye.